Okay. Let's go, y'all. Let's go, y'all. Hi, I'm Jenny. Uh, welcome to Arch Conversation. Jenny is a good friend of mine, and um, I guess we're coming together to talk today because I ran out of people to interview. <laughs> Let's kidding. not forget about the part that you've been trying to arrange a meeting with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you cancelled on me three times. Um, so. Sorry. Jenny is currently living in London. First, let's talk about being sort of like an immigrant or migrant your whole life in a way. Okay, so Jenny's from, her family's from China. She would like to think that it's Shanghai, but it's not. It's a village near Shanghai. It's not a village, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and, um, yeah, she could be Thai. I know, but she grew up um, in several different cities. So do you want to talk a little bit about growing up in different cities and where you're from? Yeah, um, I'm from Uthi. Um, It's about two hours drive from Shanghai. Um, I moved to Singapore and I grew up in, well, I moved to Singapore like when I was 12 and basically studied all my life there (laughs) and met all my friends there um, eventually. I moved to London again in no but actually I worked in Singapore first for a few years before I went to college again in London um and then eventually um I decided this is the place I really really like so I'm working here now okay so basically you've been living in somewhere that's not your home base since you were 12 yeah and do you find it difficult to uproot yourself and move to another city? I think the most difficult part is trying to be part of, um, to, to feel that belonging, like, wherever I'm living. Like, when I moved to Singapore, like, when I was 12, it was a little bit difficult for me to mix into, like, local school, um, local kids kind of group. Why? But Why is that so, you think? I think it was like language barrier as well. Um, and also like, even if you can speak English, it's like the accent and stuff like, um, and different culture and which is same as um, UK. Like um, there's also like, like I feel like each time I move to a new place, like it takes me about, it would take me a while to kind of like feel really comfortable. I'm very, very lucky because when I moved to Singapore, um, I joined the neighborhood school. I hang out. All my friends were basically like local Singaporean kids. So that helped me so much, like in terms of like mixing, like being part of that community um, fairly quickly. And then for me, like moved to London, um, I, I joined the SM straight away, like as a part-time, you know, like shop floor girl. So that kind of like give me the insight of like sort of helped me to mix into that, like, you know, the British kind of like community again fairly mm. quickly instead of like, you know, looking for my own ground kind of kind of thing. So I was really quite lucky in, um, in both like big moves in my life. So moving forward now that you're in London again and you guys are going through a lockdown, I believe. We are, yes, we are still under lockdown. Um, this is the third lockdown in the, well, in the two, last two years. How has this one been? Like, how long has it been? 
this one um, started end of December. Um, I think this is the most difficult one among all three lockdowns. Because obviously, like with the first lockdown, everyone was kind of still like, you know, we're getting into a new kind of lifestyle, like just, you know, working from home and um, the world is under lockdown. So it wasn't like that much of a like surprise to, to all of us kind of. Mm -hmm. So everyone was still kind of like, excited some people like you know they're happy they were like on furlough so they don't have to work some people are happy like you know i was one of them like i was happy to work from home for a while um and then you know the kids were happy not to go to school for a while so that was the first one and also it was like kind of like a really good weather so people go for walks in the park and um the first lockdown was i think was okay and people were like hopeful Mm. Um, and then the second lockdown was kind of was like in November for like two months. Um, I think the second lockdown was kind of like whatever to everyone because, you know, the, the rules were still the same. Um, but people sort of found their own things to do, like their own routine to do during lockdown. So mm. it wasn't. It wasn't as bad and also the time was short and we had a like end date to to look for mm. and then now the third lockdown it was i think it's the most difficult one for a lot of people because you know there's no like definite like end date for for everyone for parents with like kids in um at home schooling um we don't have a date when they can start like just talk um there's talks about like this will end in march and then retail stores will open in April. Um, and then pubs and restaurants will open again in May. But you know, like we don't have a date to look forward to. So and everyone's kind of like, yeah. And like you, like how do you deal with that? Because also you live by yourself and now you're working from home, I suppose. Yeah, um, I think, I think throughout this one whole year of like, it, it's, it's quite nice in a way like you get to you get loads of time by yourself to like sort of like um learn through everything and also kind of like to to really have lots of time to think about things in your life like you i i i work in a really fast-paced company so day to day like i don't really have time to like really go through a lot of other things in my life um but I think with this one whole year, you from like, you know, we're, we're just like always adapting from like the first lockdown. We're like fully working from home and trying to sort out like, what do we do next with like the business and stuff to the second lockdown, we are like working kind of partially between work, uh, between home and office. Um, until now, like, we can we I'm just trying to like arrange my time, like, in a way, like, you know, I do have a bit of time for myself. I do have a bit of time like um, to, to run through everything for work. I do have a bit of time to like, to work out even. Cause mm. workout was a big thing that I was not <laughs> into before up till like, I think up till I moved to London like properly. I do work out in Singapore, but I was just never ha have like into the idea of like, you know, having to like, you know, work hard every day to like, to to exercise kind of thing but in london in london now like you feel like there are things that you need 
daily to to sort of put yourself into that kind of routine so that your mind don't go crazy um yeah. it's really important and um yeah so like like you mentioned earlier to me like you were working like 12 hours from home is it because you're stuck at home that's why you're working more than if you were able to go out to the shop um not really um i think each time when we have a lockdown like obviously like loads of the store people will um go on furlough mm-hmm. so with that the store team is like sh- like smaller now to to deal with like customers orders vip remote uh, orders and also like also online orders so with that everything depends on the office side to give them the information what we have what we don't have and it's lots of like liaising with different groups of people everything is just more um manual when when the store is shut when when everyone is like stuck at home I mean we haven't told people what you do so um Jenny is the merchandiser for DSM London would you, how would you say it's changed being a merchandiser buyer in the retail sector so so I'm um, I think I mean you I used to travel a lot for mm-hmm. work um mm-hmm. when I was living in Singapore I travel like almost every every month or every other month to Europe uh, I moved to London um and traveling got better traveling situation cuz it's closer I can do shorter trips but like more regularly uh, instead of like long trips like every every other month kind of thing um and then now that we are under lockdown obviously the trips are all cancelled um we've moved everything to virtually like virtual appointments which which i i think it's it's very difficult for all the buyers out there um like there are com- there are brands who they they do all kinds of things to make things like better like obviously they send you like lots of swatch books and um you know sketches images and um but again it's not you're buying when you're buying clothes i think it's 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 about especially when you're buying things for a concept store i think it's a lot about like you know having a look of the the whole thing instead of mm. the whole collection instead yeah. of like you know it's not like it's not like me online shopping just like picking things that i like it's about like you have to like go through the whole collection everything's online everything's through images um and sometimes what you see can be very different from what actually the actual pieces are um yeah so i think i think it's very difficult like um obviously like i was i do enjoy that bit that we don't have to go to like for this kind of trips and like you know under that kind of it's it's tiring trips it's not like i think when people think about fashion week um they think about something really like fun exciting and stuff but when we go for buying trips is always you know we we sleep for like 4 or 5 hours a night and we're constantly like working we do like 12 16 hours a day um we can go to like 6 8 showrooms like appointments a day so um and now you're just it's it's in a way, it's better in a way that you can organize your time like more spread out throughout like maybe the month of fashion week now 
like brands make things slightly easier for us but still it's when you when you're picking things like out from like computer from images um you don't actually have the full impression about what the collection is for example now we are receive we've received um the first collection that i bought through zoom um since the first lockdown in store um when i see the pictures of like when i see the actual pieces in store i'm like i don't remember any of these things yeah. so that, that was quite interesting bit to 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 experience i would say mm -hmm. and like does it affect the sales at those three market is it so do, are people still going out to buy stuff because obviously you can't leave and everything is just moved online um yes and no i mean for us like online has not was not a big big part of the business beginning yep. with to begin with um for us like the most important bit is the physical experience in store mm -hmm. um but ever since um, the lockdown, we've moved so many brands to to eShop. We have like, you know, we have a really, really strong like VIP team who deals with like customers remotely every day. Um, we obviously have lost a bit of customers who like the walking customers, like tourists, obviously. Um, so that bit is like, it's kind of like affected. But at the same time, we gained so many other like clients through like online through also vip teams like engagement with customers so i would say yes and no like in in both um aspects so all in all like after everything we talked about like living in different cities what challenges you the most and what motivates you the most i think in like overall i was very very lucky because um, my job keeps me really really busy so I'm I'm the buyer and also like the concession manager for all the concession brands. So throughout this whole year, we have like gone through so many different areas and times of like trying to adjust the, our system to the new government rule. So my job is constantly like engaging with like, like you know, people from like different um, environment, like the, the retail team and then the brands and then, you know, the e-shop and then, you know, my own day-to-day -day, like team. Mm -hmm. um, the most challenging part is when, I mean, at the very beginning, I thought the most challenging bit was when so many people are calling you <laughs> every day, like literally we don't have time to even like have lunch like during the first lockdown because everyone was like sort of panicking and like depending on you to like to to sell something kind of so it was really stressful in the first lockdown and then we progressed and we you know developed new like ways of working throughout this like now the third lockdown um and the, I, I think the most difficult bit is like when you're like having that bit of like free time in a day um at night especially i find it really difficult to sleep because you know it's the thought that when you start to think about like friends and family and when can mm. i actually visit them and now like you know the quarantine time in asia has gone to like 21 days 28 days so it's it i think it's the unknown factor that's making me like having the anxiety sometimes from time to time 
but at the same time like again like really lucky because my job keeps me like super busy which in a way like I don't really have time to like to to really process that kind of thought like all the time compared mm-hmm. to like a lot of like other people who are on furlough during these three lockdowns there's like too many unknown factors for them and also I'm quite lucky in a way like you know I have my own space I don't have like kids to homeschool um, yeah yeah and uh, you know I'm an adult I can still go out for walks at the at the end of my day like whereas like you know for kids they have they have like homeschooled throughout the day and then days are so short by the time they finish homeschool it's four o'clock and it's like dark outside so there's nothing they can do literally they have nothing to look forward to and then you still have like I have like colleagues who have like homeschool kids which they have to like you know share the device between work and homeschooling Mm. so I think I I try to like think about the positive side these days I mean the first lockdown I was like obviously talking to you talking to like friends in Singapore so much um feeling almost feeling sorry about myself Mm. and in a way like I think I've grown quite a bit during this year and like getting more comfortable about like the idea of being by myself and also Mm. like arranging my own time and making things like slightly better for myself I would say Mm -hmm. like I mean there's no I mean there's no like no um, benefit for you to keep thinking about like you know I'm the I'm in the worst situation what what do I do now like yeah the only thing you can do is to pick yourself up yeah I think it's this is the longest time I I've been away from my comfort zone I mean I'm I'm used to like being away from my family for like up to a year each Mm. each year so um but during that time I always have my comfort zone like my friends like you guys and you Patra you know Giselle that I I don't ever like feel like that lonely in a way like for 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 such a long period of time but this is the first time ever like you know I've been away from all of you guys and away from like even travel like not being able to travel because traveling used to be a big part of my life like that kind of fixed my soul here and there like a little bit but um now you know like without any of these things in in my life so it's it's very important to kind of like learn how to be with yourself for once and um to you know which which is something that I've learned in in the past one year so what are your lessons you think learning how to be by yourself but not just that like life lessons you know like like do you know do you think that there are things that you take it for granted and like like you know how you say like the first lockdown and now like at first you're feeling sorry for yourself and now you feel like it's just different I hear you say that like you feel like you're very lucky a lot compared to a lot of other people so do you think that this whole lockdown and all the stuff that you had to go through and like the the how your work has pivoted also made you more mature and taught you to be a better person you would say yeah for sure I mean um I was never like a disciplined person to begin with mm-hmm. um I think like in the first lockdown obviously I was honestly I think if without my daily job I would be quite like miserable like I would be doing like I don't know I'll be waking up really late you know 
watching like movies all day and stuff. But um, from from the first lockdown to the third lockdown now, I've kind of like forced myself into like a daily routine. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from work, you know, I work out. I do. I I watch a bit of like online videos and like I do a bit of planning and then I started doing like all kinds of small crafty things. Like it's important to find things to distract yourself from that mental uh, black hole. Um, you can I I I started buying like books which I don't usually like to read a lot. <laughs> so so yeah. Um, it's important that now that I'm like I, I know the importance of putting things into routine and to like because I never had a routine to to sort of like I, I don't have like that kind of apart from my dogs before like you know I don't have like kind of that kind of like responsibility that I have to like you know follow through throughout the day apart mm-hmm. from work and you know and now it's 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 come to like realization like you know whether or not we are in, in the lockdown, you know, these are the things that it's really important to to have a routine to, you know, you wake up at what time, whether or not you have something to do that day. And then, you know, you have your know, three meals in a day. You, it, It's, yeah, it's about breaking down your 24 hours in a day to, to like bit by bit to kind of like, to make yourself feel better, I guess. Okay, cool. So would you say like that's like your the end of it all that that's your lesson to be more disciplined in life? I think so. Um to be more disciplined and to be more grateful mm-hmm. um with things around you because I was never like I don't like I don't talk to my parents like a lot. Um before COVID as well like we do kind of like because having like living in Singapore like since I was 12 like we kind of like we're used to you know like having that long distance like 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 relationship like within a family um they message me all the time I don't necessarily like reply and stuff and during this like COVID time um they my parents are becoming like you know they're worried that I'm here by myself and um they do like they they use their own way like sort of like trying to keep me in contact whether it's to message me in the family group chat or like just to keep me because you know like when you're living overseas for such a long time sometimes you kind of neglect certain things in from a distance like Mm -hmm. especially you know me like I'm very like I think I'm very like introvert and I don't necessarily make the effort to to reach out things to to things that like you know friends or family and stuff like I do it doesn't mean that I don't miss them I do miss them a lot but I think it's just me so and with this whole COVID thing like it made me like appreciate things a lot more I do talk to them like on a daily basis and whether or not just like you know a few seconds like let them hear my voice, let them know that I'm okay. Um, and uh, yeah. That's great, Jen. Thanks for your time. We're going to wrap things up. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye.